0: All right, everybody. So how's it going? How did June 15th go? Where are you at in the recruiting process? Today's topic is going to be about what if you have received phone calls, but no official visit offers. So how do you basically move from getting to know college coaches, but they haven't mentioned any official visits yet? Or it could even apply. This could apply to you if you're a 2024 and you're just starting your conversations with some coaches and you would like to go visit or you would like to um, even maybe be asked on an official visit. So that could be happening as well. So you can apply this information I'm going to share today um, either way in the recruiting process and at any time uh, when you're having communication with a college coach and you want to move it from one phase to the next. So remember this, every single college coach and staff has their own way and style or system of recruiting. So most college coaches, at least I used to do this, sit in their office with their staff and they they start brainstorming. Okay, what do we need and how many scholarships do we have? So then they go back and look at who's graduating, how did they do last season, What events were um, were they short on? And that's how they come up with a list. And then they talk about the athletes that they've been following, the athletes that they watched compete this year and they make a list of names. So let's use the example. Let's say a team has three scholarships that they can give out for 2025, and they have a list of 20 girls. How do they break that down? So typically they'll come up with what I call tiers. So their top tier might be the top five girls. The middle tier might be girls six through 11. And then the rest would be their bottom tier recruits. So then they decide as a staff, how do we make communication happen? And are there any athletes in our three tiers that we want to make, be more aggressive with and girls we want to be maybe more patient with? So... Girls who might be in the top tier might be athletes, gymnasts in the sport of gymnastics who have competed 10-0 start values on all four events and or 10-0 start values and scored really well on four events in the last maybe couple years, not just one year. Um, Gymnasts who could be really strong on three events and those are the events that they really need. So I think they start with, um, like I said, how many scholarships do we have? How many recruits in 2025 have we found or noticed or been in uh, communicate, no communication, but just they have sent us their information um, that are at our level that would be contributors to our team? And then, like I said, they break them into those three tiers, top tier, mid tier, lower tier, because they know they're not going to get all typically their top three recruits. They just, that doesn't happen very often, maybe to a few schools, but it's pretty rare. Even if you have three scholarships and you brought in, you know, let's say, eight girls. You might get one of those, maybe two, but it's hard and recruiting goes both ways. So that would be the next thing I want you to think about is you should have your own strategy. We know the college coaches have their own strategy. So they don't always know which schools are most important to you, which schools you favor the most. Just like you don't know where you really stand on their list or in their tiers. So I want you to think of it like a poker game or a card game where you're holding your cards, they're holding their cards, and you're not showing them what you have in your hand, everything about it. So you're not gonna tell them every single school that you're gonna go visit and what, you know, they, they'll ask you, as you can see on those questionnaire forms, which schools are in your top three, Are we in your top three? They're gonna start asking you those kind of questions and it's a-okay. It's a-okay for them to ask it and it's a-okay for you to ask those questions of them. So what they're trying to do is strategize. They're trying to see, well, how much does she like us? How much does she like our school, our team? And they also know that you don't really know because you need to come visit. So then they have to strategize that piece of it, so they know that they could invite maybe, you know, nine girls on official visits for those three scholarships, but until they actually get on campus, meet the girls on the team, meet them, and you know, meet with the support staff and all the things, they don't know if they're going to end up staying a top three school for for that athlete. So it really does go both ways. So let's talk about. You know, what if you have received, like I said, some phone calls, but you haven't received any official visit offers? Well, typically that could mean that you're not in a top tier level of the schools that are making those phone calls to you for whatever reason. You might just be, if the if the top tier, like I said, consists of five, six girls, you might be the seventh girl. So they aren't going to put out any official offers yet to that layer of tier until they find out if they are going to connect and girls will say yes to them in their top tier. So it just takes time because the girls are all trying to figure out which schools are going to call them on the 15th, which has happened, which schools they start meeting with that they like more, and then which schools... Are making them official visit offers too. And then what will they say yes or no? So they're waiting for the top tier kids sometimes to make those, um, decisions and let them know, yes, I'm going to come visit. All right. So that's where it gets a little crazy, right? So like I said, remember they have their own strategy and you should have a strategy as you walk through the process. And I'm going to talk a little bit more about that. So, um, By week three, which is the week we're in right now, um, you should know which schools they have should have already called you by now, um, have a serious interest in you. And now you're assessing them as a staff by getting to know them as people on Zoom calls, phone calls, and different things like that. Um, So... You, you may or may not be getting any conversations around an official visit offer. So you might be wondering, getting discouraged, where is this going? Should I ask about the official visit offer? Or will that come across wrong? Or should I just move on to another school that seems more serious? My recommendation is, wait, keep all your options open. Um, Until you get into maybe week mm, six or week eight, because then you're going to know if they have consistently called you back, then you're going to know, you know, more about the programs, because you will have had these conversations that typically are going to go deeper and deeper with the college coaches. So I would say that even if you haven't received any official offers, you need to realize they're still very interested in you if they're still calling you and having, you know, phone call conversations. And again, you might not be in that top tier, but as soon as things start moving around and girls start saying yes and no to those official visit offers, you could get an offer any day. So you want to continue having back and forth communication. Now, if it's like 12 schools, let's say I had some clients who had that many phone calls, but they hadn't maybe only gotten one or two official visits out of the 12. It's hard to maintain that it's, it takes a lot of work, takes a lot of time. And you may, if there are some bottom tier schools for you, you may want to start saying, I have decided on, you know, my, um, top five schools. So um, I'm I'm going to be moving in a different direction. Thank you for reaching out to me and having phone calls, but I'm going to be moving in a different direction. You can say that. Um, but I just wouldn't say it too early. One, you really need time to get to know them and make sure that you're not interested. And two, you just don't know. You don't know if you're going to get any more official visit offers from anyone else. So your lower tier groups uh, schools could become your top tier. So you have to be mindful of that. Um, Some suggested questions that you can ask, and I wouldn't do this on the first or second session, you know, definitely as you've created a deeper relationship with them and you've known, you know, everything except this part about scholarships and official visit offers and how serious they are about you. Um, if you've really feel confident in your consistency and communicating back and forth, you could consider asking these few questions. One, you can ask, how many scholarships do you have for my year? Number two, what events do you need for my year? Number three, what events do you see me potentially competing on? Number four, am I being considered for a scholarship? And number five, what should I be doing to improve so that I can move up on your list? So you have to remember recruiting is a game too. It feels like a game. They're playing their game and you're playing your game, but sometimes it can feel like you're just uh, being dragged along their game. <laughs> so it doesn't feel like it's moving towards an offer of even a visit or a scholarship. And that's when you can ask those questions. And if they're honest, you're really going to be able to now gauge where do you stand with them? So if they say, for example, we only have one scholarship and we need a vaulter, and vaulting's not your best event, but you're pretty good at it. But you know there's probably a lot of girls who might already have a one and a half, have competed a one and a half, then you know, okay, statistically speaking. Um, depending on how many girls they are recruiting that year, if they'll tell you, you can kind of tell then, okay, my odds are not going to be that great. Um, then if you ask them, what events do you need for my year? And they tell you the events that you're really strong at, then, you know, okay, now I would say my odds are going up with this program. Um, what events do you see me competing on can make a big difference, I think in athletes. So if you want to compete all around and they say, well, we see you on two events, then you're, you have to decide if you want to keep that conversation going, but it also tells you how they perceive you. Okay. As an athlete. And then the tough one is, are you even considering me for a scholarship? And of course they're going to say probably yes, but sometimes sometimes Like recently, I had an athlete who they came right out and said, she's not at scholarship level, but she's definitely someone we would consider for a walk-on. And even for 25s, if it's their dream school, that can make a big difference and move that recruiting forward and get an official visit offer and things like that. All right. So there's so many different angles and strategies you need to have a strategy, they're gonna have a strategy. And the biggest thing I can recommend, if it feels like it's not moving forward as fast as you would hope, is to keep your doors open. Number one, don't shut any doors until you're pretty confident that you have the an amount of schools that you really like and that you would like to have the a chance at and because now they're making you offers to visit. Um, And don't be afraid to ask these harder questions. Now, um, if you are, let's say a second tier recruit, which maybe you are, if you're not getting official visit offers, um, find out so that you can decide what is best for you to do next. So let's say out of your 10 schools that have been phone calling you, but no official offers, you feel like the relationship, because based on those questions, based on the time with them, is moving a lot better towards one school. You may want to um, keep those schools on your list and then drop some of the schools that doesn't really feel like you're connecting or you know it's a school academically you're not going to be interested in or you um are don't, you know, for whatever reason, you don't feel like the gymnastics is is a good fit for you. So, That's when you need to start strategizing and changing it up for yourself of which schools you want to continue with and which schools you don't. Um, Some college coaches have made no official visit offers at all. Their strategy can be, one, first, you talk to the assistant. Second, you talk to another assistant. Third, you get to speak with the head coach. Then fourth, your parents are involved in a Zoom. And then, you know, those that's a strategy as well. And then they decide who they want to ask on an official visit. Other schools are going to come right out of the gate day one and make official visit offers. So everybody's different. Everybody's budget's different. Everybody's strategy's different. And you just need to know that you know, if you're not getting official visit, off, visit offers today, this is week three, you might be getting some uh, week five or week six. So don't be afraid to ask those deeper, tougher questions because it's forcing them to have to show their cards. And believe it or not, most college coaches don't get offended by those tougher questions. And they actually see it as, hey, she's really thinking on her feet and she really may want to come here or, you know, it's all in the tone and your attitude. And then the timing, I think, are the important pieces of when you decide to ask those tougher questions, but always frame it with um, what do you think I need to do to move myself up on the list? So if you do feel like you're not getting enough interest that way, ask them point blank. What events do I need to do differently? It's not so much you have to learn a new skill. They're not going to tell you that, but it could be if you're short on your start values. But it's more going to be maybe form issues or they need to see more numbers, Um, not hard surface landings, but maybe with the mat in like a vault where you have the mat in and you're doing it every single week. They might ask you to come to a summer camp. There's all kinds of things that can impact moving you up on the list. But overall, I would say I encourage you not to give up, not to get frustrated that you might not be getting official visit offers because they are going to happen between now and November. I mean, it it is so, it can be, recruiting can flip completely. It can be turned inside out in one phone call. So stay positive, stay in your lane, keep doing all the things that have gotten you to this point so far. If you're having phone calls, Zoom calls, text messages, emails, just do everything you can to continue to enhance that, continue to um, get the next one and the next one and the next one. Because guess what? Bottom line is college coaches are human beings. And when they get connected to you emotionally by the relationship that they're building with you, it can make a difference. So be who you are, bring the energy and be confident. You know, you've worked really hard to get these phone calls. You've worked really hard to, um, you know, qualify to meets this year. So all those things combined, you need to be very proud of. And don't be afraid to toot your own horn. You know, I think sometimes we think they know how good we are, or we think they know our best events, or we think they know what you're capable of. But a lot of times they aren't until you maybe bring something up like that, or how strong your academics are, or what a team leader you are. All those things you need to remember when you're on those phone calls, find a way to politely toot your own horn. It, it can make a big, big difference. All right. So keep having fun with recruiting. Don't get discouraged. Remember, it is a long process. Things can change on one phone call. And I'm just so proud of all our JH girls and families that follow us and Just all the phone calls that I've been having and how hard you guys are working. Keep it up. It's going to be worth it.